0: Hold on. Can you hear me? All right. Now we're going live. Sorry if you waited that long. I'm going to give it 20, 30 seconds, 40 seconds for people to join. If they can join, if not, it's all good, but I'm going to give it 30 more seconds, people. 30 more seconds. Okay. Trying to get this set up here. If I can figure this out, man, I think I got it. All right. We got 15 seconds and then we're going live, baby. We're going live. Here we go, baby. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, and let's go, baby. We're going live. No, Oh, man. Sorry. I'm trying to set it up. My bad, guys and gals. I'm trying to wait to see if people join. If not, it's all good. Oh, man, I'm really struggling setting this up. It's all right. All right, maybe this will work. Let's just try this. How about this? I think this will work. There we go. This should work. Here we go. Here we go. Five, four, three. We'll start at 2.30. It's 2.10 right now. 2.12, 2.13, 2.14. So 15, 14. 13, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, And let's go.
1: And we're back. We got a new name of the show. It's called the Jonathan Kogan show. Just change new thumbnail all over the map. YouTube, still the ownership economy on YouTube. I need to change that name. Almost just broke my setup here. Um, live on the tube we gotta go live on facebook because that's our new shin dig and what are we getting into today well another day another ridiculous story of what's going on in the world i mean germany germany last time i checked germany was a developed country last time i checked it wasn't normal to talk about rationing heat, rationing water due to an energy crisis. Germany is facing just that. In fact, Germany usually fills up its reserves to 90 plus percent before November. And we'll get into all this. But because of the war with Russia and Ukraine, with, if you watch the mainstream media, they probably say Ukraine's winning, right? Yeah, okay, that looks good. Um, except Russia, Germany's saying, hey, we need the energy. And Russia said, force majeure, like the contract? Nah, we good. We got you by the bulls. I said that in the last, in the last episode, they got them by the bulls say that, like a Italian mobster for the bulls. Like the What's going on is crazy. First of all, one of the largest energy companies, or sorry, the largest energy company in Germany was just bailed out from insolvency. And then you have other countries, for example, Norway, who is energy rich in the sense of they have enough energy where they could be a net exporter. And yet, they're talking, in fact, there was an article that says they're talking about possibly rationing due to energy shortages because they're all buying from Russia and Russia's saying, hey, we're just going to cut it off. Like, hey, we're, you don't like us? You're doing all these, uh, um, putting all these restrictions on us and declaring financial war and whatnot? Well, we're just going to screw you right back. But the thing is, if you know, for example, in New York, if your AC breaks and it's really hot, they might not show up For a couple days. Because you'll live. It'll be rough. But you'll live. In the winter. If your heat doesn't work. They're going to be there within 24 hours. Because you can die. You can die. As we do on this podcast. We share the facts. We make bold predictions. And they all seem to come true. Here's this one that I do not like. But we have to make. Because it's the real news. We don't tell you the fake news. We're not in the business of being leveraged by massive corporations that have ulterior motives. We're doing this for the people. We're doing this for you. Energy is going to be a major problem in Germany come wintertime that they will not be able to heat residential homes. And I hope this doesn't happen, but it might result in Deaths. But hey, COVID was way worse. Do not forget that. The worst thing ever to hit this earth. It's not cancer. It's not war. That's all good stuff. In fact, we should provoke war because let's just send Pelosi to Taiwan when China's like, hey, you shouldn't do that or we might pursue military action. No, we should push them, we should push the second largest power. We should push them. But as Klaus Schwab says, eat the bugs and you will be happy. Conspiracy, right? Let's get into the Germany crisis. Got a video to share. I mean, the things being normalized in the mainstream media is so out there. I still cannot get it through my head If I'm just waking up now and seeing all this, but the world has always been all this propaganda, and yet I just didn't understand it, or it's so blatantly obvious now that it's just that bad. Like, it just culminated to, like, everything's corrupt. It's probably always been like this, but I didn't know, and it's blowing my mind. Germany. I know sometimes I share my screen, it comes back, and then I'm, like, this big. Let's hope that we got this thing fixed. If not, production quality might not be good. But if you're listening, then, hey, you get to hear the sound of my voice. And it sounds good either way, baby. So, Germany, Germany, Germany. Clean energy transition. We got to move as fast as possible. If we had to leave you behind, screw it. This is from uh, Peter Sweden's Substack. Germany is beginning to ration hot water. Dimming streetlights and shutting down swimming pools to save energy. Okay, first of all, that sends—that's not normal. Okay, if that was happening where you lived, if you live in America, would you just be like, "Oh, yeah, we got—I can't take uh, hot showers, or but, you know, or I can't take a ten-minute shower. I need to take a three-minute shower," or "Oh, wow, I can't put my temperature below a certain amount." That's not normal, people. The most outlandish things like rationing—that doesn't happen in Germany, in the United States, in Canada. That's not normal. Let's just get that right off the plate because the fact they're trying to normalize that is crazy. I digress. The largest residential landlord in Germany, VonaVia, is enforcing a ration on indoor temperature between 11 p.m. and 6 a.m. The central heating is limited to 17 degrees Celsius, which is pretty cold. I would love to know exactly what that is in Fahrenheit. I should just run the math right now, which I'm going to do because we could do things in real time because we're on the World Wide Web. So 17 degrees Celsius in Fahrenheit. Any guesses? It's 62.6 degrees Fahrenheit. So it's about – we're going to – Be generous. It's 63 degrees. Okay, 63 degrees. Quote, the situation is more than dramatic. Germany's social peace is in great danger, said Axel Gitteskosko, head of the Federation of German Housing Enterprises. A housing association in a Saxon town is rationing the supply of hot water. People will from now only be able to take hot showers between 4 a.m. and 8 a.m., 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. and 5 p.m., to 9pm. Don't sleep in anymore. Not good. Wow. Heating and hot water rationing now taking place in Germany and it is only July. And you remember what we said at the beginning of the pot. The difference between summer and winter. In the middle of the summer, imagine how bad it will get when winter arrives. Another district has switched off hot water in 86 schools and 60 gyms until mid September in Cologne. They are dimming the streetlights to 70% after 11 p.m. Come on, everybody. Stop being conspiracy theorists and stop thinking that, you know, all these Germans and these truck drivers and these Dutch farmers, the truck drivers in Canada, they're all just trying to get famous while the government is just telling us the truth. All these people are trying to put them in a bad light, like they're trying to get something, and they're, they're just trying to get famous. You know, like, 70% 70% lights, you don't need, you don't, you don't even need street lights. Last time I checked, the best towns are the ones without street lights and without police. They're the best. It's just complete freedom. It's utopia. So when it goes to 70%, then the lights are at 50%, then you can't see the lights, then you go through the lights, then you hit the other car and go through that. Wonderful. They are saying that these things need to be done to save to have enough energy for the winter. This is not good. But not only Germany, Norway is warning of possible electric- electricity rationing next year. In an article, Norway said they corrected the articles. They're like, they might do rationing in the winter and then the spring. And make a correction. They only said that they'll start rationing in the spring, not the winter. The correction was that the rationing will still occur, but you were off by a season. <laughs> okay. Oops. Norway, the massive energy producer that is swimming in oil, are talking about energy rationing. How is that even possible? It is a scandal. Much electricity in Norway comes from hydropower. But recently, Norway has built export cables to the rest of Europe because of unreliable wind power. Wait, what? Conspiracy. Wind power is the best. It powers the whole grid. This is obviously a conspiracy theorist guy with an ulterior motive to get famous off of uh, lying. Unreliable wind power down in Germany. Norway has been exporting more electricity there, combined with low water levels, causing high electricity prices in Norway this year. Europe has been so focused on climate change and reducing emissions that now with the war in Ukraine and gas from Russia has been reduced. Europe is facing an energy crisis. If only more nuclear reactors had been built, reactors have been built, instead of unreliable wind and solar power, and then it gets into, but no, the climate change finance did not like the sound of that. So we're facing an energy crisis instead. Now, if you think that this article has ulterior motives, oh, I got to read this last part, and then I'll get to what I'm saying. One would think this would be bigger news, but it seems like the mainstream media is keeping very quiet on this for now. At least you now know, thanks to my reporting. So, here's the good news. If you think that's propaganda in the article, I'm going to show you a mainstream media outlet talking about this. And the way they talk about it is incredible. So, don't worry about it. If you think that's propaganda, I'll show you the video. We'll just go to the video next. But what happens is, is Germany usually fills up their reserve tanks 90% come November so then in the winter, they have enough. They are already going into their emergency reserves. So people, I'm, you know, on this podcast, we are lovers of earth. We live here and we love it. We want the earth to be here forever and in great shape. Just like the other 10% of the population who's in great shape. And the other, you know, 80% or so that's obese, but whatever. That's not here nor there. We don't judge. We're apolitical. We are A, everything bad, and we love Earth. But should we transition without a solution to powering the entire energy grid? Or should we speed it up even though we don't have a full solution and whoever doesn't get energy in the winter just have them die off? I know what you're thinking. How can I be so naive? Of course it's better if they die off. Of course. I'm sorry. We on this podcast are biased to the human race. We love the human race. We are part of the human race. We love earth. We love humans and we don't like politics and we enjoy energy. We enjoy food too. You can listen to the old podcast on there's going to be a mass famine. Oh, now you're hearing famine being floated around. Now you're hearing New York times talk about cannibalism in like a normal way. That's real, by the way, that'll be in the next segment, but let's stick with energy here watch this video from mainstream just came out talking about how the great leader in germany who was praised for his green energy
2: policies has taken the country to new heights take a listen the very popular climate and economy minister robert Habeck, who today is as vice chancellor leading the cabinet meeting in the chancellery behind me he has been working tirelessly to wean this country off of russian natural gas both by seeking to diversify supply for That's example great. by building liquid uh, floating uh liquid natural gas terminals in the north sea to receive gas deliveries from other countries also by ramping up coal production not easy for him as a member of the green party who came into office uh, swearing to ramp up of renewables and wean the country off of See? fossil fuels altogether. And he's also been looking to. Pers- he's promising, like Joe Biden promised to get rid of fossil fuels, and things are turning out great, right? Yeah, of course. Way Germans to cut back on gas consumption. Wait, what? Cut back on gas
1: consumption? Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. I thought we were making a transition to green energy and the world's going to be great. Is, is this woman trying to leverage? The energy crisis to her benefit, too. Another conspiracy theorist. They're all over the place.
2: Just like one of my friends said, when did conspiracy theories become so mainstream? Hmm. For example, urging people to shower less frequently and for shorter times. Last week, his ministry presented an energy security package that would see temperatures, thermostats turned down in public buildings, that would see workplaces uh, keeping uh, the temperature cooler, and also, as you said, that foresees uh, possible rationing to industrial customers in the event of severe gas shortages. Wait,
1: wait, what are these words? Gas shortages, rationing, not taking a hot shower? What is it? this seems awfully strange? If this sounds normal to you, where do you live? Just leave it in the comments, because if you're in the United States of America, this can't sound normal to you. If you're in Germany, maybe this is normal. If I if I'm if this is normal, then just tell me and I'll just
2: cut the story. If this isn't normal. Let's continue. Now, the head of the country's distribution network, he says that they are seeing signs that both firms and households are cutting back by five to seven percent compared to uh, normal consumption. But he said that that certainly will not be enough going forward as we move into the colder fall and winter months.
3: Anything else?
1: I don't understand where all these people popped up and are not, you know, the government's just there for you. They love you. They love, like we've talked about so many times, they love you more than their own family, their own children. The government has been there for you since day one. Name a day when you had a bad day that the government wasn't there. for you. I didn't hear anything. That sounds like zero days. Your family was never there. Your friends were definitely never there but your government was always there. And now all these people have the audacity to make up these stories like the far right can Canadian truck drivers just not conforming to putting the shot in their bodies even though it's experimental and we don't even know long term, you know, outcomes whether it's good or bad. We just don't have the data obviously. Those they're evil. The Dutch protesters, the farmers, Obviously, they're evil. The corporations aren't. It's them. So farmers are fa- all right. Now you got people lever- telling us there's going to be rationing, or there is rationing, in Germany. Obviously, alt-right. Where did all these alt-right people come from? I don't remember there being so many alt-right people. Oh, it must be Trump. It's Trump. It's because of the insurrection. It must be. That's it. Episode's over, baby. So your government's always been there for you, but we're going to show a clip where another person years ago, this is before the pandemic, this guy had the audacity to say that he invested in solar because the government advised him to gain subsidiaries for it or subsidies and then they stopped giving it to him, and he's lost everything. And now he's protesting like, like he's telling the truth. <laughs> like, we're going to believe that. Name one time in all of history. Seriously, in all of history, name one time a government has screwed any part of the population. Um, none. Name one time. The government screwed its own citizens. None. Why are all these people trying to leverage the amazing humanitarian duties that our governments do for us on a daily basis? More so than our families, more so than our friends, more so than anyone else we know. And yet they make up these stories, these conspiracy theorists who we debunk and we fact check on a regular basis. To prove that they have ulterior motives to, um, to gain fame through lying. Is that, is that, how'd that sound? Is that good? That's good, right? Let's get, let's get to another quick article from Zero Hedge. I mean, all these people are colluding. I'm looking at a graph. It's called Germany's Gas Storage Refill Appears to Have Stalled. It shows the last many, many, uh, many, many, months, and it's going up, like last 24 months, and it's going up, up to the right, up to the right, up to the right for the most part. And all of a sudden, last three months, it's like straight and flattened. Now the graph guy is in on it too? Come on. Can we use AI and get rid of the useless eaters? Quote, that's from the book, COVID-19, The Great Reset from Klaus Schwab. I really highly implore you to read it. It's a fantastic read. Look it up. It's great. It's very cozy and keeps you nice and cozy at night. You'll fall asleep thinking like, oh my God, I had no idea that somebody in this world loved me more than I love myself. And that person is Klaus. Klaus, that's his name, Klaus Schwab. From Zero Hedge, according to Bloomberg, citing data from Gas Infrastructure Europe, Uniper's storage sites in Germany are now about 58% full, down from about 60% reached on Sunday. Drawdowns were also made from the company's storage in Austria, but overall storage levels in Germany's Alpine neighbor are still showing marginal increases. Uniper and other European energy companies to buy gas at much higher prices in the open market. Faced with a shortage of cash, Uniper has been tapping gas inventory since the start of the week, according to Gas Infrastructure Europe. Quote, it's clear Unifir cannot wait weeks but needs help in a few days, said Segitz, adding that insolvency can happen, quote, within days. We cannot wait for weeks to do something, Segitz told Bloomberg in a phone interview. That would have a huge impact on the company and also on the employees. The government said it wants to avoid this situation, but the fact is that we cannot lose time. In other words, Germany is facing a total industrial collapse. Meanwhile, the media continues to repeat the increasingly more laughable propaganda that Putin is losing the war. Universe CEO Klaus Wow, must be a Dear friend, Klaus Dieter Mabach, last Friday, warned Europe was not able to fill up storage anymore. Anyway. He also said the company could be forced to raise force price prices for consumers and eventually reduce supply. As we noted recently, European energy companies usually store gas in the summer and use the fuel during winter when demand for heating surges. Tapping gas in storage sites in the middle of the summer increases the risk that Germany won't have enough supplies and need it the most. The winner. It also makes it harder for the government to reach its target of filling storage sites by 90% by November. Germany has already triggered two stages of the gas emergency plan and could enact the last step if there's clear deterioration in the supply picture. Such a move could force industries to ration gas and lead to an immediate recession in both Germany and Europe well as pushing euro deep below parity, as the ECB would be unable to hike rates in such a dire economic situation. Wait, you're saying that there's an
3: end, you're saying the gas prices are high? First of all, no. The White
1: House said in their press conference, they have brought it down every day, for not even 30 days, for 45 days, and that nationwide, The gas stations are $3.99 a gallon. Why are you a conspiracy theorist? Why? Why are all these people colluding with you on being a conspiracy theorist? I'm just trying to get to the bottom of this conspiracy theorist movement of all you rats, rats, colluding together on a Telegram channel, telling each other to write this propaganda. Tell us that there's rationing and energy crisis, and and you're saying Putin's winning the war? He's obviously not. You had Zelensky during the time of war just pose for a Vogue magazine picture. Look it up. He has a picture of his wife for Vogue magazine. Is that not corruption, like the highest level? Oh no, 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 that's conspiracy too. Ukraine has never had corruption ever. Think so, you are a conspiracy theorist. I'm telling you, just ask George Soros. He would say you're a conspiracy theorist. And if George Boy always does, he always tells the truth. I want to get a quick video of someone trying to do the right thing. And I said or I asked you earlier, have you ever recall the time when a government screwed any part of its population? How about screwing any part of its population? encouraging them to perhaps put their money into something like solar energy because it's better for the environment. If you love the Earth on this podcast, if you're listening to this podcast, you most likely love the Earth too. So we like solar, we want to end fossil fuels, and if a billion people have to die, which is what the world economic forum has to happen for climate change transition, then so we Hey, that's the way the world should work. It's the bugs. You will be happy. This person, this is sad. This is from before the pandemic. But it's a good example of answering that question over. has the government ever screwed anybody? We thought the answer was no. Forever. But today, I'm spinning my wheels because that might not be true. Listen to this story. Spain's solar energy crisis before the pandemic, it's just to give a taste of what could be happening, who we're dealing with on the other side, who in the real life the government could be and what they could be doing. Perhaps this isn't related to directly, this is just it's past behavior, a predictor of future behavior. It might not. But if people do repeat certain actions over a long periods of time, with work inside, then perhaps this could be a similar situation.
3: But I'll let you determine that. That is up to you. In 2007, this has been Okay,
0: now it's cool. Oh, yeah, baby. Life goes on, long after the thrill, when heaven is gone, booty boo.
3: Think of the mat.
0: Boot. What's going on here, man? Shit. I got disconnected. Cataclysmic. What the hell, yo? Tiger Woods, all Why am I not connected to the mother? What the hell, y'all? What? Wait, what's going on here?
3: Uh, he's investing in solar and stuff, but he's clearly all right. And he
1: isn't even in the United States, but he probably voted for Trump in a mail-in ballot, ballot illegally. And was part of the insurrection?
3: It was the whole family's dream. This photo? this photo shows dad with Jose. That was the very start. The panels had only just been put up. The family had pooled all their savings into the solar park. When the subsidies were cut off... They were no longer able to pay back their loan, and even came close to losing the family home. Realizing that you could lose a 200-year-old home overnight was very difficult. The economic aspect of it was bad enough, but the personal humiliation was worse. If you get treated like a criminal, that affects your health. To obtain a solution, Cesar began demonstrating outside the Spanish Parliament six months ago. Every day from 8 until 2pm, he stands here to demand justice. Hi there. 41. After two hunger strikes and several sit-in protests, the government of Pedro Sánchez promised to help. But nothing has materialized.
0: The Socialist Party sent
3: me a letter promising to help me and all the other families in the same situation. But it was a pack of lies. This is case is one of the most dramatic in Spain. But other families also feel cheated. There are 62,000 in total, and 5,000 belong to this association. Like Thessa, these people also believed they were helping their country by pivoting to solar energy. Spain back then was under pressure to meet EU goals on the ecological transition. In 2007, the government told citizens to invest, but they haven't kept any of their promises except for paying us back for the installations. A lack of planning, bad calculations, These families say the regulations were insufficient and the state improvised. The government kept telling us, keep going. They could have said, listen, 100 investors is enough or let's stop here.
2: What we're asking
3: for is compensation for the damage they caused us. Out of the 30 and 50 percent they cut, we want at least 20 or 25 percent. No socialist deputy agreed to talk to France 24 about the situation. The conservatives, who also cut back on the subsidies, are tabling an amendment that could be a lifeline for these families. The goal of this amendment is to allow the families who built those installations to receive the bonuses that they were promised. An amount this deputy hopes to draw from the future National Fund for Durable Electricity, a new way of financing renewable energy. We're proposing that this amendment modifies the law to allow small voltaic producers to be compensated through the money in this fund. So far, the date of the vote in Parliament remains uncertain, as does the result.
1: So I got two takes on that. My first, the real take is, that is super sad. Someone's trying to do the right thing and switch to clean energy, switch to solar, and it didn't work for whatever reason. They were wearing masks. So apparently it happened before, but that was going on like 2020, let's say. I believe that's right. It's all, everything's in the show notes as always. I I always reference everything that I use. But then the other part of me that's tearing me the other way is, like, clearly that man is an alt-right Trump supporter who has ulterior motives to take advantage of the government and become famous for his family and his own uh, Twitter following and perhaps YouTube channel. It's clear to me that that's what this guy's up to. I mean, nobody... You only go on food strikes. You only almost lose your home. You only go through all of that stuff because you want to start a YouTube channel. I, I I can't think of one other reason why someone would do that besides put the government in a bad light. When the government was just doing as they always do, acting as a charity to help the world and be humanitarian – and be the savior, and that people honestly have the audacity to say the government lied. We know the government didn't lie, didn't lie. But on a real note, clearly the government lied. But here's the big takeaway if they weren't able to successfully transition for whatever the reason was. Maybe it was a financial underestimated value. Maybe it was a technological issue. I do not know. And I frankly do not care. But if it didn't work and they tried, then why are we moving so rapidly two years later at the expense of everybody else in the world? If we didn't master two years ago, Then we clearly didn't master it now, but yet we're pushing faster. Is it possible? I know. Conspiracy theorists. I know. Is it possible that this has a negative outcome for human beings who live in those countries that are pursuing a clean energy green agenda all in when in fact we are not technologically or financially capable of supporting that very mission. If we were, I don't know who in the world, besides people who have a financial incentive in fossil fuels, would be upset about that. Every everyday person would be like, oh, it's better. Wait, wait. So I get to use the same things the same amount of times and I get access to everything and it's better for the earth? That sounds fantastic. I, I don't know what peasant would be like, and by the way, we're peasants on this podcast. If you're listening, you are a peasant. I don't know what peasant would say, huh. Wow, I would get the same outcome of my everyday life. Nothing would be disrupted, but I have to use energy that's better for the earth? No. No, that sounds terrible. I I plan to move to Mars. And I want to destroy my home. Like, what? Nobody. Nobody would ever say that. But yet we're pushing for this, like you heard in that video, this green agenda that we're all for. Again, we love Earth on this podcast. We love Earth. We're all about the Earth. We don't like people dying due to moving faster towards some sort of technological innovation when, in fact, that innovation is not yet up to the capabilities required to support the current energy grid to keep the humans that are on that energy grid grid alive. We don't think people should not only be not left behind, quote unquote, but not killed due to moving too quickly before the technology or the financial part of it is mature enough to handle the transition. We believe in doing both simultaneously, and then once we have the technology or the financial capabilities to fully go green and clean, then let's switch over. You can't just switch over when the whole grid can't be powered by that very solution you are trying to push through. Is that that crazy or conspiratorial at all? And if it is, please tell me why. Let's have it go together, hand in hand, humans, technology, humans, technology. But no, you got the WEF saying, we're not going to go hand in hand, humans, technologies. We're going to convert. Find them we don't have time we need trans humans not like transsexual humans but like cyborgs but why why energy germany i think this if nothing changes in the next three months the germany energy infrastructure is going to collapse and if people don't have energy which is required to heat their homes during the winter. Is the mainstream media going to cover those stories? Or are they going to cover Joe Biden speaking into a teleprompter like he did today and in 11 minutes, go check this out, in 11-minute speech, he blinked six times. Is he injected with amphetamines? In 11-minute speech... He blinks six times. Go count it. That's not normal either, people. All this chaos isn't normal. If you listen to the podcast yesterday, maybe that's what's happening. Maybe it's not. I'm not conspiracy theorist guy. I'm not interested in that stuff. I'm just interested in the human race progressing and becoming more successful and rising together and, and growing and become a collective consciousness where everyone raises each other up. But it seems like there's this never-ending pull of other forces, whatever those may be, intentionally or not, trying to bring us back down. Now, ultimately, of course, we're going to prevail and win. But if we keep having more and more troubling situations, let's say, come about, like this Germany energy crisis, and it all happens at once. It's going to seem like it already is now so chaotic that we can't get it all under control with the inflation, with the energy crisis, with the price of the energy, all this stuff, with the price of, of even being able to rent or have a house, which you no know, one can afford, and the, the, the economic depression I'm using the word depression that we are going to go into, in my opinion, or a very long, horrible recession due to the Fed printing too much money saying it's 9.1% inflation saying that a recession isn't what a recession is. It's the most crazy gaslighting stuff of all time. All time. I'm just trying to make you aware of what's going on in the world because it ain't being reported in the mainstream media. And you deserve to know because you're on Team Human. And Team Human loves Team Human. So Listen, I don't, I don't I don't have a lot of funny things to say about this one. This is just a super super sad time to become aware. Read all the sources and the notes, uh, watch the videos yourself, do your own independent research, come to your own conclusions. But people, if things don't change in I'd say the next 4 months in a lot of ways, the situation globally is going to get much worse and much weirder. So, As humans, we tend to wait to the 11th hour, so that's probably going to happen again. If that's happened all throughout history, I don't know why that would change now, but I'm begging you, can we please consider changing things at the 10th hour, which we're basically at? Please? I'm in. I'm in, baby. I'm trying to spread the information. Are you in? If you're in, let's roll, man. Let's roll, woman. Let's roll whatever the heck you are. It don't matter. It's like salt and pepper. I don't even know what that means. That's random. But whatever. I love you all. As always, thanks for listening to the pod. Again, the new name is The Jonathan Cogan Show with a new thumbnail. Let me know what you think at anchor.fm forward slash JSK for Jonathan Scott Cogan. Or on the YouTube channel, which is still called The Ownership Economy with a picture of my beautiful face. If you subscribe, I believe there's 54 subscribers. Whenever I see that even go up one. 55, that would mean the world to me, and turn on the notifications, but if you think that my commentary and all this stuff sucks, please do not subscribe, because I don't want to bore you with my terrible takes if you don't think I'm trying to do the right thing, giving you real information. I'm here to help, if I'm not helping you, do not help me, but if you like it, I would love it, and I would really appreciate it. Even a five-star rating in the Spotify or Apple Music Store would be amazing. But day after day, I'll keep proving myself. And uh, hopefully we get through this together. We rise up as the human species always does and prosper into the new world, baby, which is the last phase of human civilization. That is what we're entering. That is real. To Get a start. And read the changing world order. Read that one first, then read the sovereign individual you'll realize the blueprint in the future. Okay,
3: now I'm rambling. Peace, y'all. I love you.